a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Prudence over fear is obviously what needs to rule the day. Uh, We need to remain prudent. We need to follow the guidance of the CDC and the World Health Organization and from the folks here in the state of Utah led by Lieutenant Governor Spencer Cox uh, and his task force combating the coronavirus here in the state. That is, wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Uh, Maybe some of that social stuff where we're not finding ourselves in the middle of large groups. Uh, If we come down with symptoms, keep ourselves uh, away from the rest of the pack. Uh, And and that is what I believe will get us through this. Uh, And I am drawing that belief from uh, the advice from experts. Uh, Don't get on a cruise ship. I can see a doctor from Vanderbilt uh, University advising on television right now. (laughs) I feel bad for the uh, cruise ship uh, uh, folks, the the ones who are in that business. Uh, They are going to, and if not already, experience a significant downturn in profits and revenue, uh, I expect. Uh, Maybe there's uh, some kind of a bailout for them. Who knows? Uh, Well, you heard in the segment prior as we spoke with Miles Hansen from World Trade Center Utah, there is downward pressure on the markets as uh, consumption uh, goes down, consumption of oil uh, goes down. Where is that being uh, felt uh, or where is that being made manifest rather in the airline industry, in the shipping industry, as supply chains are disrupted, when factories are closing, as uh, we take uh, various precautions to uh, mitigate the spread of this, uh, we are feeling it in all corners of the globe. I told you in the segment prior that I was going to be keeping tabs on a meeting uh, which is taking place right now as we speak in the United States Capitol. There is gathered together the chiefs of staff from all the various offices around Congress. Every member of Congress, both on the House and Senate, they have a chief of staff. Uh, one member who leads the staff. Those individuals are all gathered together right now hearing from uh, the the chief physician there in Congress. Uh, and uh, as they reveal some of those details, I'm texting back and forth uh, with some of those folks now. And as I receive those details, I'll share them with you. Uh, but uh, outside of that meeting, I have learned uh, much regarding how Congress is dealing with and being impacted by this coronavirus. And now I let me reiterate, I'm not talking about legislation. I'm not talking about political pressure or political decisions. I'm not talking uh, about spending packages uh, as were sent out on uh, Friday of last week, $8.3 billion uh, made available to combat this coronavirus. I am right now talking about the literal impact uh, on the United States Capitol complex the members of Congress themselves, the staffers, and the access typically enjoyed by the public uh, to roam the halls of Congress, to take tours, and to interact as constituents with their respective members of Congress. There is a growing list of uh, members of Congress who are 
right now in the midst of self-quarantine. Uh, the most recently added to that list uh, is Gates of Florida. Uh, he's a, a big, uh, loud, kind of uh, rambunctious, flamboyant guy who, as he was signing, this is no joke, uh, on Friday or Thursday, whenever it was that the House voted, cast its vote uh, in favor of that uh, multi-billion dollar uh, aid package to combat the coronavirus, uh, Gates uh, from Florida, he uh, did, he cast, his no joke, he cast his vote. Uh, on the floor of the U.S. House of Representatives while wearing a gas mask. I'm not kidding you. He was on the floor. He was wearing a gas mask. He, while wearing that mask, cast his vote in support of the aid package and just today has made it known that he at some point came in contact uh, with someone who has since tested positive for the coronavirus. He is now self-quarantining, has closed down his D.C. office, sent everyone home, and he is one of many. Representative Gosar of Arizona, uh, Senator Ted Cruz, uh, he uh, came in contact at that CPAC conference, uh, that big uh, conservative gathering that took place in Maryland a few weeks ago. It turns out that Senator Cruz, uh, who delivered a message there, came in contact with someone who would later test positive for the coronavirus. Senator Cruz is now home in Texas undergoing uh, his own self-quarantine. Paul Gosar of Arizona undergoing his own self-quarantine, having come in contact with that same individual. And most recently, I have learned that Representative Collins from Georgia and Brownlee of California uh, have also come in contact uh, with individuals who have since tested positive for the coronavirus. This is impacting Congress. But, but, what is the best reaction there? How ought the folks in charge of what's happening in uh, Congress and how the coronavirus is impacting both the members and their staff, how ought they best uh, respond? There are a, a number of ways they could respond. Uh, they could continue with business as usual. Now, the trouble there is that it would go, it would contradict the advice being handed out by so many members of Congress as they address constituents in their districts. That advice being, uh, you know, maybe limit your social interactions. Uh, be sure to, uh, if, if you have uh, some travel plans on the horizon, maybe reconsider those. Well, listen, the life of a member of Congress is interacting with large groups and it is traveling. Those are the two banner items being suggested against as we as a society uh, try to combat this coronavirus. And so is it a conflicted message? If Congress continues on with his work as usual, when the advice uh, from members of Congress and others is to, for us, limit our social interactions and to maybe cut back on travel if it's not absolutely necessary, I don't know. Now, on the other hand, let's say Congress uh, shuts down. Uh, Speaker Pelosi uh, terminates uh, all votes on the floor for a time. Uh, Leader McConnell. Uh, he may do the same thing if that were to be the case, if they sent all the members home to their districts, uh, if staff was asked to work remotely, do not show up. If those uh, traveling to Washington, D.C., expecting tours were told, I'm sorry, uh, your tour is not going to happen. You won't be visiting the halls of Congress today. What is the message that that sends? Is it one uh, where, where panic and added unnecessary fear is uh, bolstered and fostered? I don't know. I don't know. That's what's being sorted out right now. I would err on the side of caution, and I think uh, that to go home for these uh, for these members of Congress to head home for their staff to work remotely, 
I think that is okay, and I think we as Americans are uh, smart enough to know uh, that we will remain operating from a position of prudence and not of fear. Uh, we, we understand, uh, I think, uh, when the smart folks give advice that that's the advice we should take and not uh, be influenced by, uh, I don't know, fear or panic. So we'll see what happens. As I told you, uh, this meeting is taking place right now amongst various uh, members uh, or various chiefs of staff. Uh, those are the, the, the staffers that lead the various offices of members of Congress. Uh, they are right now receiving guidance. As soon as information starts leaking out uh, of that meeting, I will be able to share it with you, and we'll see uh, what happens next. I want to, uh, while I'm still on this topic for just another moment, uh, share with you some information about uh, Utah's own federal delegation. I uh, am aware that Representatives Bishop, Stewart and Curtis. Again, Representatives Bishop, Stewart, and Curtis were not in attendance at CPAC. I haven't verified that Representative McAdams was not in attendance at CPAC, but as it was a conservative gathering, uh, usually attended by the most conservative of attendees and speakers, uh, my guess is that he was not in attendance. Uh, Senator Mitt Romney was disinvited, if you remember, as a result of his a vote during the impeachment proceedings. CPAC uh, withdrew its invitation to have Romney attend. Uh, and now Senator Mike Lee. Senator Mike Lee was there. He was in attendance. And in fact, he addressed a crowd. Our lost declaration from King George to the deep state. I go through what the American people have experienced. In some ways, there's nothing new in government. That just a, a portion of the remarks that he delivered before a large audience there at CPAC. Uh, it's my understanding, though, that his office has received word that he uh, was not in contact with the uh, infected individual. Uh, and thus far, no Utah members uh, are undergoing self-imposed quarantines or otherwise. Uh, we'll continue to follow that. Uh, as I get information out of this meeting throughout the rest of today's program, I will share it with you. And if I get anything afterwards, I'll make sure that during Jeff Kaplan's afternoon news that you get the utmost of information as Utah's uh, or rather as the U.S. Capitol uh, responds to the quarantine or rather the coronavirus. We've learned uh, that Utah's Capitol Hill, there's some loose guidance that uh, uh, has been distributed among the representatives up there and the senators. Maybe cut down on the handshaking. Try some of this elbow stuff. Uh, so you'll see that if you go visit Utah's Capitol Hill. Uh, and on that point, one last thing before we go to break. Uh, I, along with all the rest of us here at KSL News Radio, from 5 a.m. to 7 p.m., will be broadcasting live from Utah's Capitol Hill on the very last day of this uh, session. That coming up this Thursday will be up there live. Again, all of us here at KSL, from the morning news to Jeff Kaplan's afternoon news, will be up there at Utah's Capitol Hill broadcasting live, making sure that you are up to speed on everything going on. Next up, we're talking to a friend of mine, uh, Shelby Hinsey. She's a TV producer here at KSL News Radio. She herself had some travel plans, uh, which had to be cut short due to the coronavirus. She had a big presentation to give. She'll give it to us next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.